called the medium sketch. The medium sketch? Yeah, it wasn't rare and it certainly wasn't well done. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Undead Comic Cast, where comics never die, where we're the number one tribute to Comic Crypt, where la 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 la, loads of other things. I am JB, and this is me talking about comics and other stuff that's happened in the past how many weeks it has been since the last podcast, um, with some comic knowledge. <laughs> I think I've been I've been dubbed that I have some comic knowledge, uh, especially by the fact that I've been getting um, I've been getting people ask me advice for stuff, man, which is pretty sick. Um, if you ever want to do that, if you if um, because Chris uh, pointed out in his, Chris's comics, you should listen to Chris's comics podcast. Um, yeah, he's been getting people asking for where should we start with Batman and, and shit like that. And I've actually had people, just mates, ask me, not in any other form other than verbally, just ask me, where should I start with Spider-Man and stuff like that. So if you ever feel like you want to ask me something like that or ask me anything at all, my opinion on something... Uh, email us at talknerduk at gmail.com and yeah, ask away. So there's not that much to go through really. Um, I don't feel like it's been that long since I did my last podcast. Um, but we can get to the comic news and the main thing that's come out is a person whose <laughs> name I really cannot <laughs> cannot pronounce. Um, Ste- Stefan Tedic? <laughs> It's oh god! It's like it's his name looks like when you've run out of you're just gonna chance a word in Scrabble and see if if the person doesn't notice. But it's spelled S T J E P A N, and then Sejic spelled S with some kind of accent, E J I C with some kind of accent. Um, anyway. They are a writer and artist, and they've announced that they're going to do Harleen, which is a series under the Black Label imprint uh, of DC. And it's going to focus on the time in Harley's life when she first met the Joker, um, which obviously we know that's an encounter that changed both of their lives. And it'll be very interesting to see this on the Black Label. Um, It'd be nice to see anything on the Black Label, to be honest, because they seem to be very funny about putting anything out on it. They seem to be like, yeah, well, this is going to be DC, uncensored, doing what we want. And then all of a sudden, all the execs are going, oh, that's too gritty. That's too gory. That's too much. So, yeah, that'd be cool to see. And I'll definitely be buying it because I feel Chris has obviously has urged me to stay away from Harley Quinn comics of recently saying that even he's been trying to read them and they're just horrible. I went with... I was reading Old Lady Harley for a while, and that was very good, but if not, if it, it just wasn't, obviously, it wasn't very serious. And it was also kind of like a team comic, team-up comic. It wasn't just her on her own. There was loads of cameos and loads of people along the way, and I felt that was also what was kind of peddling the story along. It wasn't really about her. So it would be really nice for me to get into a Harley Quinn comic, finally. So that's cool. That's something we can all look forward to. Anyway, now to go into, simple as this, what I've been reading and what I haven't been reading. Um, In fact, hold the phone. One second. I just realised something. There we are. I left my... 
I left, I had a notepad of stuff just to remind me to talk about, and there wasn't really anything to talk about except on the last episode, I was talking about the Spider-Man Ms. Marvel team-up and wanted to talk about something that happened in it, but we don't like to do spoilers here on the Undead Comic Cast. If you want spoilers, heavy spoilers, go to Chris's Comics Podcast. He, he loves a good spoil, but we don't do it here. But I've given you ample time to read this now. You're either reading it or you're not. And something I just wanted to address was the odd thing, right, where this comic, um, in case you don't know, Spider-Man and Ms. Marvel, their minds have crossed into each other's bodies. So Ms. Marvel's in the body of Spider-Man and vice versa. Uh, not the first time this happened to Spider-Man, but the first time this has happened to Ms. Marvel. Um, and I wanted, I was kind of curious how they were going to carry on with this because there's various ways you can do this um, Freaky Friday kind of story. And they went into Spider... Well, was it... So Peter Parker is in, obviously, um, Ms. Marvel's, Kamala Khan's body. And during class, he's about to give a presentation and he then complains he's got massive, massive pains in, like, his uh, stomach area and thinks that it could be a side effect from the body swapping and that maybe there's a problem. And then he says, oh, it's just a period. He'd never had a period before, obviously, and he, he was going through a period. And I just thought that was a, a very weird thing to show, <laughs> to show Peter Parker dealing with being a young girl having a period. And on one hand, I'm kind of I thought it was an original idea, but then you now you've now opened up like a whole t- can of worms because why are we not talking about Kamala Khan seeing like a thirty-year-old man's penis in the mirror? You know, or it, it, I think it, it, by doing that, you've kind of made me, because that's why I didn't know if it was going to go down there. Her like going, whoa, this is what a dick looks like. And him going like, ah, oh, I'm in a very young girl's body. This is very weird. Um, and like being scared to like look in the mirror, stuff like, you know what I mean? It could go really horrible and awkward and ugh, not nice. But they were avoiding that very nicely. And I thought they were doing it in a really Disney kind of way. Like, oh, we're just... Oh, this is crazy. And then he had to mention that he got a period. So, yeah, I just... that was If if the writers of this can ever hear this, I'd just like to point out, you've kind of... Whilst it was... Was it really worth the joke? Like, I laughed, but it's just, like, opened up a whole realm of ideas of, oh, God, they're in each other's bodies and looking at each other's bodies. That's just weird. And now they're not talking about it. Yeah. Just, I, if, I'm hoping it doesn't do anything like that again. But if you're ever thinking of writing a comic and having the characters swap bodies, always think about everything that you're going to address and how it might come back. Like, someone pointed out that when Spider-Man and Doc Ock swapped minds and they got each other's memories, that... <laughs> but no, it showed, like, Doc Ock getting all of Peter Parker's memories and becoming... That's what became Superior Spider-Man, made him go like, oh, I've seen, I've been wrong all my life. Oh, dear Lord, I've been evil when I could have been doing good because of his memories. Now, but it's a vice versa thing, so that must have happened to Peter Parker. Bear in mind, Doc Ock, at one point, was nailing Aunt May. Like, he was, he was hooking up with her and shagging her. So, Peter Parker now has memories of shagging Aunt May from... The point of view of the person shagging Aunt May. I mean, that must be fucking horrible. That must be absolutely mortifying. Imagine if you could just, like, go into your granddad's eyes and picture shagging your gran. 
I'm not saying you should do that by any fucking means, but I, it's just it's on par with that. Like, why the fuck? So always think when you're writing these stories what the you know the other side is ha- it's happening on the other side or what it means because Jesus Christ, I just that that bothered me last month, but I didn't want to speak about it because it was a spoiler. But that will lead me onto something. Last month as well, I also pointed out that I haven't really dropped anything, and there's I am going to have this thing, I think I'm going to call it the drop zone, where I t- uh, comics that I'm either thinking of dropping or I have dropped, and I haven't done this in a while. Like that, This concept hasn't even come up, come up for me, because I've been thoroughly enjoying everything I've been reading. Um, but the drop zone has had some hits. Um, so for starters, Batman and the Outsiders... Um, I picked this up, issue one. It's fucking shite. I just... I, I didn't really get the story I was following. Batman isn't really in it. He's there, but he's not. Um, the artwork's good, I wouldn't mind. It's a real shame, because the artwork... Uh, who does the art on this? Um, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm, I'm going to guess it's someone called Soy or Gandini. Um, but... Yeah, it won't... It literally has no credits on this at all. Um, oh, no, here we go. There we are. Dexter Soy and Veronica Gandini. Your colours and drawing are beautiful. I actually really enjoyed reading it on that basis. But the writing of Brian Hill is very uninteresting. It begins strong, but then it just... Batman is kind of in it, but kind of not. Um, I kind of don't understand some of the relationships it's hinting at. And the main thing is the very end. Um, where is it? Yeah, it has a, a cable moment. I fucking hate time travel when it's not done right. And it, it seems like we're getting a, like a DC cable. But, and uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just out. It had the switch in as well, so... Yeah, that's getting dropped. Batman and the Outsiders. Um, but, yeah, my hand's being forced by Marvel to drop some titles because the annoying bastards really want me to read War of the Realms, which I'm kind of almost regretting not doing because I've heard that the like tie-in issues are pretty good to borderline hilarious when they want to be. They are, you know, well-written. But it's just the idea of having to pay for it. So maybe I might get it in a trade form one day. But it, it didn't drag me in. But then it's meant that the following comics have stopped the current run and are now tied into War of the Realms. Superior Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Captain Marvel. Each one at the very end says, you know, next month you catch them in War of the Realms. I was like, no, no, I won't. Not doing that not happening, sorry. I'm out. So, yeah, there's three Marvel comics that right away I will not be picking up whilst War of the Realms is going on. And um, I might be funny about picking up after, because if they do any kind of, like, have a War of the Realms aftermath, I'm not going to understand it. Which, I get, it's my fault. But, fuck it, I'm really... I, it, it just annoys me. You could have carried out... You could have done a tie-in and kept the main run going. But, no, you had to get everyone to try and push them into War of the Realms. Well, I'm pu- you push me out. Yeah, don't, don't want to read it. Um, 
So yeah, that's my drop zone at the moment. It's mostly Marvel. Three Marvels and a DC. Um, so yeah, what have I been reading that I liked? Well, it has been, surprisingly, um, quite a bit. Uh, I, I'm going to go into more than... I normally talk about just... You know, I'll stick with five. I'll stick with five. I was nearly bordering there. So the first one uh, has been Gunning for Hits. We're up to issue five of, I think it's going to be of six... Um, but this has been, this is like a very brave, a brave topic for a comic because it's just talking about, it's, it's told from a, a, about a record producer, is it? Someone who goes, someone who goes out and finds bands and, um, they've made their own little universe of kind of like who's big and who's not like, yeah, they do refer to the Beatles and the Fle Fleetwood Mac and stuff, but they've made up some pretend pop stars and rock stars as well and i'd like where this is where it's going it's 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 a dead odd one because i kind of every time i open it i'm not sure about the artwork but by the end i'm i'm on board and i do always wonder wonder whilst i'm reading it why am i reading this it kind of similar to that american carnage going why do i read this again because it's so so obscure to me that i'm reading the comic about a guy trying to get a band to have a hit and for him to earn his salary essentially but it's well more exciting than that and it's well darker than that so um, congratulations to honestly the people at Gunning for Hits this is on the Image Comics by the way um, if, it's probably going to be coming to an end soon so pick it up in trade if you'd like music you should be reading this or give it a read if you'd like if you have a big interest in music and bands and solo artists um it's, it takes a break from superheroes. That's the only thing I'd say. It doesn't. It's not superhero orientated whatsoever. There's not someone who has the power to uh, sing and make everyone happy or something like that. There's no. Uh, what's the name from X Men? Um, oh Jesus, not Sparkle. Um, oh my God, what is the name of that? That's gonna bug me now, and I know people will be screaming it. Um, X Men who can sing? He types. Um, what the? Uh, no, not Jubilee. What Google? Oh, for fuck! Uh, Dazzler. There we are. Dazzler. It didn't help that Brian Singer did a load of X Men films for my search. Then, fuck you, Brian Singer. Uh, yeah, Dazzler. It's not like Dazzler. It's very much more down to earth. If anything, I'm the only thing that disconcerts me is the bad. Uh, the bad guy, if you're going to call him the bad guy, as it were, um, looks the spit of David Bowie. And his character kind of acts like David Bowie, but not cool. And I, I don't know if they're insinuating stuff about David Bowie in this. Um, nothing seedy. Nothing, you know, weird like Gary Glitter. But the insinuating, like, him copying music and him having his heyday and then just not really being popular anymore. I don't know. It's it, it's kind of weird how it looks. He does look exactly like David Bowie. That's all. So, yeah, there's that. Um, that Yeah, good and for hits. So, Amazing Spider-Man Hunted has been c coming to an end. And wow. Like, wow. I, fe I've, I felt like I have a feeling I'm going to be talking about this with Chris on Chris's Comics in greater detail. But I've never... I, it's been a while since I've put a comic down at the end of a run. Like, the end of a run. Not, so, it's different. When you when you pick up a trade, you're kind of like, you know, 
you're just reading it bit by bit. You're not having to go for the issue by issue. So you can get through it in like, for me, I'll do a trade in like a couple of days if I've got the time. Uh, Chris has said before, like, he doesn't understand how I can go through books so fast. I'm a bit of a speed reader. I do take in the art, but I do. I just read. I love to fucking read, man. And, you know, when it issued the hardest thing about being into comics and good stories coming out is having to wait for each issue. And Hunted has felt like it has gone on for quite a while, but not dragged, as it were. I just know it's, it's felt like a massive chapter of my comic reading over the year. And that final page and that final panel, I like breathed out and was like, wow, what a closer. Nick Spencer is easily possibly one of my favorite writers of all time. Even though I've only read like two of his runs, um, Spider-Man and Ant-Man. He's two for two for me. And I just, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, 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 it Oh, God. The way it takes from everything that was relevant to the story, like everything that was relevant to the stories it was um, it's hinted at in the past, which he's had no part of, by the way. You know, he's, he's wrote this himself. And it's going to continue. Like, I know it's, it's not truly over, but this kind of chapter of this story is over. But from how it's ended and the um, the cover of the next issue, it's carrying on, because there is going to be reper- repercussions from this. But, yeah, just absolutely blown away and can't wait to, to speak about it with Chris. And for God's sake, if if Mr. Leal of Nerd Cult Underground is listening to this, Jesus Christ, man, read this fucking, read Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run. Uh, for those who don't know, Nerd Cult Underground is another podcast, uh, might as well call it our sisters from over the water they are field mouse and the rev j leal who do a real a podcast where they just don't talk about anything in particular it's just nerdy bants as it were but j leal is revealed hey leal leal's reveal is that he just doesn't read spider-man anymore um but he loves spider-man absolutely loves spider-man but he won't read him because he just thinks the character's not been done justice in a very long time well hear me hear me now this is this character has been done a lot of justice now, so yeah, read it. And if you haven't already, I mean, I think this could be easily. It could be my one of my comic picks of the year, along with, I mean, the way Immortal Hulk's going is great as well. But oh, I just feel like so. What's the word? Enthused when talking about it, and when I'm, I look forward to picking it up. And I'm, I can't wait for Black Cat. Black Cat number one uh, came out this week. I haven't read it yet, but um, it's on its way to me. But I can't wait for that either. It's really got me hyped for Black Cat because that's coming out of the... Uh, it's a spin-off of that, obviously. But yeah, Spider-Man, man. Spider-Man, man. Uh, right, so let's get off of the Marvel train for a moment to go over to Oni Press, um, where I've been reading Morning in America. Uh, this is kind of like, I feel if Stranger Things hadn't have come out, this this could claim total originality, but there is a very big element of Stranger Things to this. Um, set clearly in a slightly different time period, 
At least I think it is, by the way, that the... Um, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's like set in a different time period. Um, and the storyline that's going on, it has similarities to Stranger Things, but nothing that doesn't stop it from being its own. Uh, I, I am still in a mystery as to what exactly is happening. The artwork is definitely what keeps me in it. Um, Claudia Aguara um, draws and colours it. And she does a very, very good job of making this look like very high end. Like this could be, this could easily be a, 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 on a Marvel comic. Like I am, I the, the one thing that always worries me about picking up more independent comics from independent publishers is the quality of them. Like I, I have picked up a few in the past, like at that Astro Astro Disco or whatever the fuck it was called. The artwork and that was hideous. Um, I picked up another one called was it MCLMXXXVI or whatever the fuck it was called. That was interesting in artwork. Not you know, it was in interesting is the is the polite word. I think I did like it, but it definitely wouldn't have been to everyone's. But the story was awful. Um, this both story and art are absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I genuinely can't wait to see where it goes. Like, the next issue did come out. I've ordered it. Um, so this is issue three I'm talking about. But, yeah, Morning in America just coming out of nowhere. And the funny thing is, when I do my, like, comic picks of the week and I have to put who's bringing what out, I feel like Onipress don't bring out, like, anything ever. And then I I just saw that Morning in America. I, only, I, I bought it on cover alone because of the artwork of the cover. Um, but, yeah. That'll be that's a very interesting one. If it, again, it's not it's not superheroes, but it's it's definitely along the lines of Stranger Things. And if you like that, you should like this comic. Um, what have I done now? Three. So let's go over to uh, Naomi, which is unraveling more and more. This is by Brian Michael Bendis, uh, David F. Walker, both writing it, and the. Uh, Jamal Campbell does the artwork in it, and it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I can never stress enough whenever I've talked about this that all the artwork in this is gorgeous. Um, there's always a really nice double-page spread in each comic, I felt like. Um, I like the the way that they put like the little dots on, like it's old-school pixel comics on some panels. I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot about this to love. Um and yet what we've had happen in this is it, it, it's it's a big it's a big ass origin story that's taking its time we're finally getting somewhere when i say finally i don't mean like we're finally getting somewhere because i'm pissed i'm pissed off finally we are getting somewhere and it's the finale because it's, as it says it's to be concluded in the next next issue but uh yeah someone the way it ends as well it definitely is going to conclude with like a big boss fight i reckon but yeah, I'm not really quite sure what what is exactly going on either. Like it's it's interesting. It's not revealed too much, and it's even hinting at an even bigger universe that DC have yet to explore. But it's a it's just a good read, and I I I feel like all the characters are just like I've I've known them for ages. Like they've been written for ages. They don't feel. These feel like characters that are really well fleshed out already, not 
just surface level characters that have yet to be explored because that's another thing about some comic book characters when you read about them and their origins it always makes out that there's always a bit where they go but they didn't really come into their form until this writer or this well Benz has just nailed this character of Naomi bang on first time I feel sorry for if Bendis ever stops writing Naomi and they want to carry it on, I feel sorry for who's got to follow because he's clearly got such a good understanding of his own creation, which he, I feel like he knows her favourite ice cream flavour and everything. So, yeah, Naomi's been good. And, oh, yeah, this was the final one I want to talk about. Um, is Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run on uh, Marvel... Jesus fucking Christ. Holy fucking shit. Like, oh, I, 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 I talk about, I, when I said, like, about how Spider-Man made me feel, this has only been five months, but wow. Wow to everything in this book. Wow to the writing. Wow to the, 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 the art is like, I want the art tattooed all over me. Uh, Marco Cicchetto, it has, and the sunny sunny go colouring it just work so well. I there's like this really awesome part where uh, Daredevil's got like the Punisher t shirt on. And I, like I'd wanna get that tattooed, but I always feel like the tattoo wouldn't do it justice. But it's it's so good. Everything about this comic was so I mean, oh that the page where he's got the the car door and it's kind of like kind of like he's trying to like Captain America. But yeah, I, like I even went and like told there's there's a revelation in this with, with the defenders, which like does make you realize that Matt Murdock is a different kind of hero. And then the final scene, which I'm not going to ruin, where another character cameos, just it just kind of like broke, like oh, I just fucking love this comic, and I cannot wait the next one. Um, then that that was issue five. So issue six came on sale on the twenty ninth of uh, May, and I still haven't received it yet. I've ordered it. Um, it's a big, a bit of an annoying thing that me and Chris have talked about here. Uh, I think we talked about it possibly on his podcast, but I don't know if he'd hit record by then. But when you order something through, I'm not going to say who they are. But when you order a comic through a very big UK comics-based um, shop and website, if you order something that is not due for release, they won't get send the other comics till that that one is released. So I think Chris said he pre-ordered like a comic for September, and then he was waiting around for all his comics to arrive, and they still weren't. So he rang them up, and they were like, "Yeah, we're sending all them comics with this comic in September." which Chris obviously didn't want. He wanted his comics now. The ones are out now. Send them now, just so they can save a bit on postage. Um, so I haven't got the next one of Daredevil. That was just issue five I'm talking about. But I don't want Chip Starsky to stop writing Daredevil. It's possibly, again, it, it, it's between Spider-Man and Daredevil for my favourite comic at the moment. And Immortal Hulk. Like, DC haven't really haven't got me at all i mean let's talk about dc let's talk about the two main ones that came out uh doomsday clock number 10 and heroes in crisis the conclusion number nine <sighs> doomsday comic 
a Doomsday comic. Doomsday Clock number 10, I really enjoyed. Um, I, I feel like it was a bit of a thickener to the story, adding another layer of mythos to what it is going to lead to, and however if this is going to conclude. I totally enjoyed it. Um, no issues with it whatsoever. Uh, people saying I've seen people just getting pissed off at Doomsday Clock keeps getting put off and put off but like I've said I'm not bothered as long as the quality is there and the quality is definitely there um, it, it sells out all the time when it does come out I love how it just sticks to the whole Watchmen ethos and angle of like the artwork and the style um, I can't really figure out where exactly it's going still but I've got a bit of a bit of an idea but i i love i do, i do, love and respect everything it's doing um if i had to have one criticism so far some characters have completely disappeared so the rest of the the rest of the uh, watchman crew who had, who had jumped along for the ride haven't appeared in a while it's been all about miss dr manhattan and uh we haven't seen anything like the joker or any of the main DC heroes other than Superman, which I know it's kind of centering around him, but and it kind of Doomsday Clock in the you know, it originally started with Batman and, and the Flash in the cave. So it wouldn't have minded seeing I like Batman. I just want Batman if I'm reading DC, just put Batman in every story. Um So yeah, nothing no no issues with that. But Heroes in Crises took a very odd turn, and I think we're gonna talk about this much more spoiler detail on Chris's podcast but it, it i feel like it maybe had problems towards the end like artists swapping over which was you can really tell so the quality of some of the the paneling went down um quite a lot if i have to be really honest um the story was dead weird and people say it ruins the one of the main characters i won't say who in case you haven't read it yet um and even I had to think, like, it didn't... I don't feel like it made sense to me either, the story, not really. The only thing I've heard that is happening... Oh, yeah, that's a bit of news, is that uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are getting their own run together, spun off from this, so that's a bonus. But I feel Heroes in Crisis started so strong and then just... It just went really weird toward the, towards that the very end, and... Especially with with how it's ended, I'm surprised DC have gone with it because it is tainting the the character of one of the big heroes. So yeah, that was that was odd to read. Um, I mean that's that's about it, man. Or it like I've just thought I'd get it done, get this done, did because like I I've got an, I know all my new comics are around soon. Um, I'm not really going to talk about Batman Eternal other than I'm a bit pissed off because I thought Batman Eternal being the, the huge book that it is would end in that book but then I got to the end of it and it goes well it's still carrying on essentially I've had a look there's another two trades to pick up I can't believe this comic went on for this long and is this engrossing and I can't believe Chris picked it up for this long and he still hasn't fucking read it this is one of them comics where he just he knew he, 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 he's got every issue but he never read it because he was always reading something else and he's saving himself well he's in for one a treat and t 
too a, a load of work because it's just took me about nearly a month to read that in trade form without having to pick every issue out and um, you know take out its little film and put it back and honestly man i don't know how you're going to do it but it's it's great I, I love it i love batman eternal i'm quite i'm it's a double-edged sword i guess i'm kind of happy that there's more batman eternal to read but i wouldn't have minded if it, it just if it ended where it ended i would have been happy but we'll see but yeah I, I i haven't read any other trades because my life has been revolving trade wise around that book um i've got loads to read i've got tons of fucking shit to read um might as well just use this time then just to just plug a few things so don't forget to talk nerd go to talknerdy.uk to check out all our latest blogs uh i was staying away from vlogs i tried to bring back um what's up doc the other day and i just didn't enjoy a filming it b watching it back and c i knew i wasn't I, and i didn't want to edit it and so I'm really, really going to stay away from vlogs unless they are completely, like, necessary or good original ideas or maybe skits or something like that. But, yeah, we won't be vlogging much for a while. Um, the YouTube channel will be relevant, though, because I'm going to be moving old uh, podcast reviews onto the YouTube channel to make space for all the episodes of Talk Nerdy, obviously, on the main podcast, which... Again, I'm going to bring that a bit more back to basics with me and Gaz as well because I feel like we've become victims of our own our own design where we've been going, right, we need to talk about this, uh, news, then trailers, then a specific um, subject. But the problem is sometimes so many trailers come out, it doesn't leave us any room to speak about a subject. And sometimes we fo focus so much on a subject, we don't talk about loads of other stuff. So... I'm gonna reel it a lot more in and we're gonna just be talking about just general stuff for at least some foreseeable future um, unless I can see a reason to do a themed podcast. I kind of just, I, I, I feel like, I mean one thing I like, I originally did with Gaz and Chris when Chris was on it was we just, we did just talk about random stuff man and it, that's what made it work. So. And like the topics were were good, there were you know, there was nothing wrong with doing, and I think it was the right at the time to do them because it got people listening, and also you know you're more likely to listen to an episode of a show that you don't listen to if it says it's doing a, a something particular. Like I I just recently found this channel called Defunct, is it called Defunct on YouTube, and it just talks about stuff that was once popular but isn't anymore, and it's done like a five episodes documentary on the Muppets because to be fair they are not popular anymore but they were huge at one point um I fucking love the Muppets and Jim Henson so I saw that I, I've started watching it it's introduced me to the channel and I'm gonna watch other stuff that's why you do topics that's why you do specific things but I feel like we we really got too honed down in trying to find topics and do stuff and I just want to go back to me and Gaz just sat around having a drink, talking about stuff that's happened, and me trying to gauge Gaz's reaction to some stuff like that Avengers game trailer, for starters. Um, Gaz, Gaz's thoughts on maybe Final Fantasy VII being remade, like, we've seen stuff. Um, so, yeah, just bet you've got that to look forward to. 
what else is there? Um, Eve hasn't been able to put out the last episode of uh, On the Bandragon, the Game of Thrones podcast, because I smashed my tablet. I smashed my tablet, which we had it on. I've got a new one um, because I had insurance, luckily. And um, she, yeah, it's literally, it's been here, but she's not. So I suspect at some point that is getting done. I know people have been, you know, battering her um, on the emails going, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? Because also she's doing something a bit special for it, which I'm not going to ruin. But that will come out at some point. And yeah, don't forget to check out our friends. Don't forget to check out Chris's Comics Podcast, like I've said, uh, where you can listen to me talk with Chris uh, about comics, but in much more spoiler detail, uh, just whatever we've been reading. Um, and don't forget to listen to Nerd Cult Underground uh, with, and uh, Rad Narok, uh, Jay Leal's solo podcast as well, just because those guys are funny and cool and I love them. And no matter how much Jay wants to try and insult me and try and make a little... <laughs> I, think he, I think he wants a war. I think Jay just wants a really good war. We haven't had a war in a while. I feel like he's he, he can't battle with Cyber Ninjas anymore. And he can't battle with... I don't know. I, I, I feel like he always has to be, have, be in like some kind of like fight with someone. And I, I think he, what he's trying to pick us a fight. But it ain't working, dude. We're too full of love for you, so... Gonna have to find someone else. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for listening, and uh, always keep talking nerdy. Peace. <laughs>